Just thank you for your faithfulness and your love, your grace, your mercy. And thank you for just always taking care of us, Lord, protecting us during this time. We want to glorify you, Lord. We want to worship you this morning. And we want to um, give you everything in our hearts that we have this morning. We have um, many things in our hearts. And this morning we come here, Lord, to listen to your word. To listen, to be, be encouraged by you, Lord. But help us to follow you during the week. To seek you, Lord. And just to see what you really have for us in our hearts and our life during this, during this, during this week, Lord. We love you, God. You're great. You're awesome, God. And we love you, God. Praise his name. Amen. So let's stand up because, you know, it's the first time. All right. I forgot to tell you guys, if you have your, this uh, white songbook, <laughs> there is the, everything there, the order of the service, there is the songs inside. So the first song is your great name.
time. Jesus, worthy is the Lamb who was slain there for us. Son of God, amen, you are high and lifted up. In all the world, we praise your great name. Your great name. Amen. You can see. This is social distancing to the extreme, I would say. It's certainly good to see you, and it's certainly good to be back in Northern California. We have missed you like crazy. And uh, I did call through the directory one time after about a month of not seeing you. I hope that I got to your phone number. If not, it's maybe not in the directory. I just didn't catch you at home. But I got to tell you, Judy and I loved you. <laughs> And we missed you guys like crazy, and it is great to be back in fellowship this morning. I guess we're kind of like doing the way uh, Paul did. You know, he met those people down by the river. We've got a river just over behind the house here, and uh, they had church down there. So we're back to the uh, original church setting here. It's great to see you guys. A couple of uh, business uh, things. Uh, there are extra chairs in the back if anyone is still needing a chair. And uh, Donna reminded us there's water over by the uh, table in the back. If you need water, please help yourself. Uh, in the, we don't really have any announcements. There was some discussion about uh, communion, but that is not today. So I think there was something on the bulletin board about that also. So uh, that is not today. If you have a an announcement. Uh, Please feel free to stand up at this time. Just remember one thing, that a lot of people in my particular age group have this issue with uh, not being able to hear well. It's kind of like Judy told me a while back because I was saying why and what and huh and those kind of things. And uh, she said to me, you need to get a hearing test. And I said, why would I want a hairy chest? <laughs> so there are a few others of us that maybe need to get a hearing test. If you have an announcement, please Stand up and uh, speak loudly so that we can hear it. No volunteers? Oh, here we go. Yes, Jack. Seven in the morning on the 25th, we've ordered a special cool day from the Lord that day so we won't have any heat problems with uh, moving heavy furniture and whatnot. So uh, we'd love to see you there. That'd be great. Okay, any other announcements? No? Well, that makes it too easy. Okay, you guys ready? Very good. Thanks. It's great to see you again.
stand up with us, please? And say, please, next song. Wonderful, merciful Savior, precious Redeemer of the Enjoy coming down here or and sharing or just spending time with you, maybe just going to family camp, getting to see everybody again and, and see um, faces that I haven't seen in a long time. So if I've never met you before, welcome. And um, I'm glad you're here and I'm glad to be here to be able to share the word of God with you. Just a quick update um, in Fort Bidwell. Surprise Valley, Lake City, Cedarville, Eagleville, known as Surprise Valley. Um, because of everything that's going on and Modoc County still being zero cases of COVID and the county sheriff that we have 
and which praise the Lord. I've talked to him a couple times, and he's he 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 deals in reality. And so, um, with that, we ha- we've been having an influx of people coming up and buying property. been it's houses that have been on the market for years are selling like hotcakes i mean just over the last month we have a realtor that's in in our church and he's like he's moved he's moved over 10 houses in the last month houses i don't think since he's been there (laughs) so i mean things are just booming and with that has brought um has brought a family back that moved away a number of years ago and they're moving back they bought a house again and then it brought another family in and so a little bit from this so we praise the lord um um, the only problem with that is you know then you get um people up there who have lived in the city their whole life and they don't understand um country if you will i guess that's the a mild way of putting it um so but you know it is an exciting time we we get um our faith we can share the the blessed hope of salvation in jesus christ and so we are we're moving forward and our family's excited our church family's excited and so just pray for us as we we go through this and situation and so continue to pray for one another and and hold each other up encourage one another and to try not to forsake the assembly together worshiping then even from there Not to be con- never mind. Are you on yet? <laughs> oh, there we go. That sounds good now. So before we get started and I really start getting into this, when when do I have to be done? I've got nine thirty five. Somebody can give me a time. Whenever I'm done. All right, I will try to be forty minutes. Is that okay? And can you be, you know, 15, 20 minutes either way? Are we okay with that? No? Okay. All right. 
Okay. It depends on what's going on, huh? All right. Before we we start, I personally need to seek the Lord's his help. And I would like to pray for this time. I know we've already prayed, but you know, I don't think we can pray enough, can we? All right, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you so much for this wonderful day that you've given us. Thank you for the creation. Thank you for the mercy and the grace that you've shown to us every day of our lives. Thank you for this time that we can be together. We've come here to worship you and to glorify you. We've come here to fellowship. We've come here to to accomplish what you have stated that we are to do as your people, coming collectively together to sing praises to you, to glorify you, to praise you, to hear of the praises and and the prayer requests that we can lift them up to you that are concerning our brothers and sisters in the Lord. So, Lord, I pray now that you prepare our hearts, that, that you would set me aside as a man, and that every word that comes out would glorify and honor you, and, and it would edify your children here and my brothers and sisters. So, Lord, we ask for your help. We plead for your help. We, we ask that the Holy Spirit would, would just inspire our hearts, clear our minds of the things that are happening in our life right now, and Lord, most of all, help us to be a, a people of repentance. And Lord, if we've not taken the, the opportunity this week or this morning or maybe last night to, to bow before you and bow our heads before you and seek repentance of the sins that we find ourselves committing on, on, a, on a basis that is sometimes uncontrollable to us, but Lord, we find ourselves in it, I would ask that we would just take the time to do so now. Lord, we pray for our nation. We pray for everything that's going on in our nation. Help us to turn to you. Help us to, to seek you first. Help us to trust in your righteousness. Help us to trust only in your, your forgiveness. Help us to, to plead with you to, that you would come and that you would bring judgment upon the evil and that you would lift up the righteous and that your name would be glorified through all things. So, Lord, we ask your help. We plead for your guidance and direction. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. So I want to um, take you back to Psalm 95 just a little bit. I want to read just the opening statement to Psalm 95 that you would have an understanding of what Psalm 96 is leading up to. So Psalm 95, the first statement says, O come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Let us shout joyfully to him with psalm. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. This word, O come, is not the word that we would just say politely. Please come. That's not what this psalmist is saying. He's not saying, come on over here. Come and worship with us. No, this O come is the bells going off in the tower and the preacher, the pastor, the elder saying, Oh, come, come and worship. It's time to worship the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. And he's proclaiming that to everyone who is around. And now it's their responsibility to hear by faith and come and worship the King of Kings. Why? Because he's the creator God. We won't get to it today, and I would encourage you to look on further on to Psalm 96. But they are, during this time, they are a 
there's people around them that are worshiping idols. Do we have that same problem in our society today? People worshiping idols, false gods. These gods, these false gods, are basically referred to, if you look it up, are nothings. They are nothings. They're referred to as nothings. Psalm 96, verse, um, where's that? Verse 5. For all the gods of the peoples are idols. But that word idols is translated and should be nothings. They're nothings. God is your creator. He is worthy of your worship. And so therefore, it is our responsibility to come and worship. Now, what are we supposed to do when we come to worship? And that's Psalm 95 gets into that, but Psalm 96 carries it a little bit further for us. So the verses that I'm going to be looking at today and sharing with you is verses 1 through 3 of what we are to do when we come to worship. We are to do, we are to sing to the Lord. So what you have here is you have these first three verses is this emphatic call for the people in all the world to praise the Lord, a call that assumes the response will be an act of faith. So it's just not our call to come worship, our call to sing is not just for the believer it is our responsibility as as believers to call people to worship their creator because are not all people created in whose image god's image correct so they all will stand before god and face either eternal life with him or they will be separated and, and face eternal judgment so therefore it's our responsibility all people are created in the image of God. All people will stand before the Creator God. So it's our responsibility to go to the world, proclaim, come and worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, your Creator, and let us sing together. Because the people that you are worshiping are nothings. They're nothings. They don't hold a candle. The things that you are worshiping were created by the creator God. They're nothings. And the psalmist says these are, these are emphatic calls to the people. So we have the first three verses. There are six imperatives, which an imperative is an authoritative command. So the first three imperatives are sing to the Lord. Those are imperatives. Those, that's a command. It's not, a, it's not uh, if you want to. It's not uh, if you feel like it. It's not, uh, you know what, I understand you're not feeling well today, so it's okay that you don't. No, these are imperatives. These are emphatic. It is requested. It is a command. You must, you will, you should, because of who God is and who you are, you will sing unto the Lord. Why? Because he is your creator. And that's our message. That's our convincing point is, is that as believers, we have, we have one standard. One standard that states what? God's word is the truth, and because it's the truth, that is the standard in which we stand on, correct? Now we have to take that and convince the world and say, no, your truth is out of bounds all the way over here. Now you need, we need to show them the standard of the word of God and, and point them to the creator God and why he is deserving of our worship. The, the psalmist says, sing. Sing to the Lord. So 
thing to the Lord. The other emphatic is to bless, proclaim, and then tell. But that word where it says tell, tell of his glory, I like the word as you look further into it, another word could replace that word, and that word is publish. Publish. So it's not more it's more than just tell. It's publishing his word. To, to get it out, to, to make sure other nations are hearing it, to make sure that the other nations are able to read it and to hear it. So we're publishing it all across this world. We are not separatist Christians. We are not Christians who we get saved, we come together, we build up walls to protect ourselves from this outside world, and we huddle in our little safe group, and this is where we stay for the rest of our lives. No, we are Christians who go out into the world and when it's time to worship God, we proclaim, come and worship the God of all creation. And when we do this, we are going to sing to his name. And we are to glorify him in all things. So the, fall, the psalmist's first command is to sing. The things we are to sing is a new song. The whole earth is to sing. And the songs we sing should bless his name. Did I hear that we had water? Will you get, thank you, Donna. So, you won't? Felipe, thank you, Felipe. Thank you for the effort, Donna. You can toss it. It's all right. You got it. Okay. So, talk to me afterwards, Felipe. I'll get you hired up. So, we have this new song. I think the first thing we have to think about, I think the first thing that came to my mind, and the first thing that might come to your mind is, what new song? What new song am I to sing? I, I wake up every morning, and after a while it becomes repetitive, right? We get into this mode, right? It's kind of like Groundhog Day. It just It seems like sometimes we're just doing the same thing. We're just... Wake up, go do what we do, come back, set the alarm, boom, next morning. Wake up, go do what we do, come home, eat dinner, kiss the wife, go to bed, wake up. And it's just like, it's just like Groundhog Day all over again. That's something that we need to protect ourselves from feeling all the time. We need to wake up with a new song, and I want to express to you and share with you what that new song, how to maybe recalibrate our brains of what that new song could be. So the first statement states we should sing a new song. This possibly was to reflect a new event. Okay, we can have new events that happen in our lives. We can have things that take place in our lives that we wake up or we praise God with a new song because something new has happened in our life. We've seen him work in our lives, and therefore we praise him for that. And we, we can understand that, can't we? Because we all, you know, I just had a, a granddaughter born on Easter Sunday. And so the next day after Easter Sunday, I was praising the Lord. Lord, thank you for this granddaughter. And um, praise you that mother's healthy, dad's healthy. He didn't fall, you know, pass out and hit his head. You know, the daughter's the granddaughter's healthy, everybody's healthy. And it was during the midst of this COVID thing in Salt Lake City. Things were shut down. I mean, it was just tough on them. But everybody survived, and I'm praising the Lord. But a week later, am I still praising God the same way? I think that's what we need to understand a little bit. Are we still coming before the Lord singing that new song? 
Or there could be new experiences of divine intervention. God has worked in your life. He's answered prayer requests, and you've been praying a lot through this and this new song, and all of a sudden there's God intervenes. He answers prayer, and you go, wow, you're so excited, but how long does that last? The reason that a new song would be sung every day is that the Lord's faithfulness is new what? Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning. New what? Right there. Ready? Did you just hear what you just sang? Morning by morning. New what? Mercies you what? Hmm. Turn with me to Lamentations chapter 3. Lamentations is the small little book past Jeremiah. Lamentations chapter 3. Starting in verse 22. Is everybody there? In today's society, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm used to hearing wrestling pages, but I still haven't been able to hear the scrolling of an iPad. I'm still working on that, but I'll get it one of these days. Verse 22 and 23, it says, The Lord's loving kindness indeed never ceases, for his compassions never fail or they fail not they are new every morning then what great is your faithfulness so let me express this to you this way every morning you wake up and the sun comes up so in in my bed as i look across the valley of where i live i'm on the second floor and i can i don't even have to raise up out of the bed my window shines directly east and that sun comes right up over the top of that mountain. Is that worthy of the mercies of God revealing his mercies to me? Absolutely. Because why? Great is his faithfulness. Why? Because that sun is coming up and he, he, he keeps his promises. How about me being just waking up? Is that worthy of his praise? Is that a new song to sing every morning? Absolutely it is. What about having a heartbeat when you wake up? That's handy, isn't it? How about kids running around, grandkids? How about a job? Yeah, it gets repetitive, it gets mundane, everything, but praise the Lord we have it. Praise the Lord that we are able to go. How about a wife that makes you breakfast before you head off to work or a husband that mows the lawn and takes care of the vehicles? Is that worthy of praise? Absolutely. Great is your faithfulness. This is the Lord's blessing on your life. So do you have a new song to sing every morning? Absolutely. You come here this Sunday and you sing a new song. And what song do you sing? Great is your faithfulness this whole week and even today. So as bad as things might seem or might be in our country or in our lives, it is by the mercies of God that they are not worse. Right? As bad as things might seem, it is by the mercies of God that they're not worse because they very well could be. Therefore, there is hope that things will get what? Better. 
Why? Because God is a gracious and merciful king. The King James Version says, states in this verse, It is of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed, because his compassions failed not. Why is there hope? Because God's mercies are like a stream that never runs dry. They are always running. They're never failing. He doesn't go through a drought year. He doesn't go through a drought. His stream is always running. And it's always there to fill. It's always fed by his fountain. The believer, the church, can and will never be consumed. We will never be consumed. The believer will never be consumed. His fountain of mercy, his streams of mercy never cease. Has there not always been a remnant of God's people? They've never been destroyed. Think about that for just a second. There's been groups of people that have been wiped off of this earth where you can't even find a tribe or a tongue of them anymore. But there's always been God's people. We will not be destroyed. God's church will not be destroyed. There, we will always be here. And why will we always be here? To hear, so the world can hear, come and worship the King of Kings and let's sing a new song to God. God's mercies, God's grace. The believer, the church, can and never will be consumed. The church of God is, is much like the Moses' burning bush. It burned and burned, but never was consumed. Whatever hardship is met with or may meet it will always have a remnant in this world to the end of time. We may be, or the church may be, persecuted of men, but will not be forsaken by God. Therefore, though it is possibly cast down, the church or his people will never be destroyed. We may be corrected, but we will not be consumed. We may be refined in the scorching furnace, but not consumed as dross. 2 Corinthians 4, 8, and 9 says, We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not despairing. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. This is the great mercies of God. This is a new song worthy of singing to the Lord. Where does the streams of mercy follow up to? Well, it follows up to this inexhaustible fountain of mercy, the Father of mercies. We owe everything to God that we are not and will not be consumed. Yes, there will be those around us that will be and we will not be. We will be spared from the eternal grave and hell. However, had he dealt with us according to our sins, we would have been consumed long ago. God's grace is unbelievable and his mercy never ends. But we have been dealt with according to God's mercies. Because of his unending streams of mercies, we are bound to sing to the Lord a new song. Think about that for just a minute. His unending mercies in your life. And I think all it does is just open up your eyes just a little bit more and look around you. And to see God's mercy in your life. To see God's grace in your life. 
And I guarantee you, you will sing a new song every day because great is his faithfulness. So when the psalmist says, come and worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords in Psalm 95, he backs that up when we come and into his presence, we are singing a new song. And it's not hard for us because we have noticed and we have, we have, has been revealed to us of his grace and his mercy. Next, the psalmist states, sing to the Lord all the earth. So as the Jews were to do, and as the church is to, is to do, is to invite the world, the Gentiles, to adore the Lord, to sing to the Lord, so that all the earth may lift up one common psalm as with, with one common heart and voice to an eternal creator God who has visited the earth with salvation. Notice verse 2. It says, or verse 1, it says, Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless his name. What are we to do? Proclaim good tidings of his what? His salvation from day to day. Tell of his glory among the nations. Tell of his wonderful deeds among all the peoples. That's our message. Your message is the mercies of God that, that flows continuously into your life every day. Regardless if you think it's there or not, it's there. Then to tell of his great salvation. How great was his salvation in your life? Can you think of possibly where you would have been at if God had not saved you? How great is that salvation to you? Can you even possibly ponder on and how much maybe it crushes you to think because of God's grace and mercy, you're spared from eternal damnation? Hmm. That's enough to um, make us drop to our knees and praise God of his mercy. These are things that we are to sing and to proclaim the salvation from day to day, to tell of his glory, his wonderful deeds to all the world. Not just to our brothers and sisters in the Lord, but to all the world. Proclaiming to, the, to our neighbors. We ring a bell in Lake City every Sunday school and every Every Sunday service, that bell goes off and we ring it 10 to 12 times. I've told my kids, you've got to count. It's got to be 10 to 12. It's just not one ding. It's not a ding that's enough. We don't want to interrupt anybody or be too loud. I said, no, you get on that thing and you ride it for 10 or 12 rings. And they're bong, and they're up, bong, and they're up, and bong. And that thing, the dogs start howling, you know. So the dogs are helping us out. And so... The one day, somebody pulled it too hard. It's probably one of my kids, and it took the rope off the clapper. Okay, so if you know a bell, this old bell goes up and comes around, and it works on a counterweight system. So as you pull it, you can pull it too far and let it go and hit it again, and it'll actually pull the rope off the clapper, or off the off the counterweight. So it took a while before somebody could get up there and actually fix it and put it back on. It, it's not hard. It's just time, and it's crawling up into a building that was built in 1860 to get up into the steeple to just put the rope back on. So we went a Sunday without ringing a bell. I had two people stop by my office and say, 
How come we never heard the bell? Is the bell broken? Well, it's not broken, but we need to put the rope back on. Okay, so it'll be done next Sunday? Yep, it'll be done next Sunday. They don't even come to our church. So we, we ring it. We ring it. Come and worship. Come and sing a new song to your creator. So our the gospel is the clearest revelation of God himself. Our salvation, our, you have to understand that. Your salvation, what God has done in your life, outshines the created order. It is greater. Why? Because he has transformed uh, your life. A life that once was separated from him, a life that once was at enmity with him, a life at once that had nothing to do with him, a life at once that blasphemed and cursed and walked completely away from God, that rebelled against God, had nothing to do with God. Now, because of God's grace and mercy, is serving God, worshiping God, calling other people to worship him, calling other people, come and worship, singing praises to him, that transformed life is greater than all of his creation. You have something to share. So our, our salvation outshines all of creation. Therefore, our praises, listen, our praises must overflow into all of the world. It warmed my heart to... I better not say this too loud, but it warmed my heart this morning when we're sitting here. Don't turn it up, Dan. We're sitting here and we're, we're praising God. And we have the speakers on. We're singing praises to God and there's neighbors around. That warms my heart because we're doing exactly what God has told us to do. When we are in church, there's many times where I'll open up the windows in our church so that people can hear. And we don't have a very big town. But I know somebody can hear it because they hear the bells going off. <laughs> they hear our praises. They see people saved and transformed. Are we perfect? No. But we're saved by God's grace and his mercy. And we are going to proclaim it. And we are going to sing it. And we are going to come to experience it. And it's not this superficial experiencing stuff. It's experiencing truly the grace and the mercy of God through his promises to the church as we live it out. So it is ever new. It's suitable. It's sure. It's perfect. Therefore, let us proclaim it and reveal it until he returns. And this is not, and this does not only and this is done not only by our words or deeds, but also by the songs that we sing, the sermons that we preach, the baptisms that we do, the communion that we hold, the books that we read, the speeches we hear, by our own weekly worship services and, mid and midweek services. This is done. So there's not just one particular way. It's by the things we do as believers. 
we sing to the Lord, we hear the, the word of God proclaimed to us, it, it transforms our lives, it changes us, it makes us think about the things that we're doing, it, it gives us application, we, we walk away worshiping, we read the word of God, we, we study the word of God, we read books, we hear sermons, we baptize and we worship God, we take communion, we come to the, the table. We come to the table. That's a whole sermon in itself, so I won't do that. So each day, let me just wrap up, and I think I'm going to finish on time. Each day brings us deeper experience of our saving God, each day. It's just how we think about each day. Each day shows us how much men need his salvation, each day. Each day reveals the power of the gospel. Each day. Each day reveals to you the power of the transforming grace of God through the gospel of Jesus Christ to you each day. Each day the spirit of God strives within the sons and daughters of men. Each day. How glorious then a message we have of God's free grace. We have a message that that supersedes any other message there is in this world. I don't care how many times a president stands up and gives a message. I don't care how many times we hear a declaration from another another government official or another doctor or whoever it might be, lawyer. I don't care. The message that we have of Jesus Christ outshines, outranks, and stands stands myriads above anything that anybody else has to say. And that is our message. Are we proclaiming it? Are we singing it? Are we singing it with passion because God's mercies are renewed every day? He's revealed it to your life through your salvation. He has revealed it by answering your prayers. He's given you, he's brought you into a covenant relationship with him. He's given you the Holy Spirit. He gave you the son of his son, Jesus Christ, that went to the cross for your sins, died, buried, and rose again for you. Great is God's faithfulness. So our message is, there is salvation none other than Jesus Christ. And this message must resound across the seas, it must resound across the dry lands so that the whole world displays his saving grace because that is what is due to our Lord. So great is his faithfulness. Amen? Amen. All right, let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you so much for your mercies. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for all that you have done. Father, help us to realize these things help us to know that that without your grace without your mercy we would still be floundering we would still be in a state that is separated from you but lord because of your grace because of your mercy and your love your forgiveness because of what you did through your son jesus christ the power of the holy spirit that resides within you we come together and we encourage those around us to come and to worship the King of kings and the Lord of lords. 
helping them understand that those that they, the things that they worship are, are nothings. They are created by God. They are a part of creation. And creation does not speak to the creator. So, Lord, we ask that you would help us. Help us to sing for joy. Help us to shout joyfully. Help us to come into your presence with thanksgiving. Help us to sing psalms of thankfulness and praise to you. Help us to sing a new song. Help us to see your mercies every renewed every morning. Help us to proclaim it to all the earth and that we may bless your name, proclaim your good tidings, tell of your salvation, tell of your glory and your wonderful deeds. And Lord, please help us do that. May that be a burden upon our heart. May that be something that we desire to do. May that be something that is, is so deeply saturated within us that our lives just exude it. Lord, thank you for this time. Thank you for this group of people. Thank you for their, their faithfulness to you. Thank you for their faithfulness to your word. Thank you for their, their faithfulness to each other. And Lord, we just praise you for that. I thank you for them. Please be with my church family in Lake City as they're getting ready to begin worship. Be with them. Encourage their hearts this morning. And may they worship you and praise you this morning with all adoration and everything that you deserve. And that may they be edified as well. It's in Christ's name we pray and for his glory. Amen. And we're going to sing this song, uh, Dead Was Arrested.
and died for me I see his wounds his hands his feet my savior on that cursed tree his body bound and drenched in
Jesus for knowing that you die for our for our sins, knowing that we have the hope that one day we're gonna be in heaven with you. But for now, Lord, during this time, Lord, help us to praise you, to worship you, to say thank you, Lord, for your mercies every morning. Thank you for how wonderful, merciful you are, Lord. I just thank you for this uh, body that we can we get together, Lord, and, and praise you and worship you and listen to your word and thank you for the encouragement this morning lord help us to go through this week uh to apply that this it is true in our life lord we wake up every morning and we say thank you jesus for who you are thank you for uh being uh, let me be in this the earth and be alive lord and thank you mainly lord for jesus and thank you jesus for, for for him because without him we are nothing lord we love you god thank you lord thank you jesus praise his name amen you may be seated. I'm going to call Churchill. <laughs> 